Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Turbocharge your customer experience results with Nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 303, Episode 3 of Dare Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Friday, September 8th, 2023. Hey. Never forget. Never forget three days away, baby. From the big one, 9-11. But until then, it's Star Trek Day, World Ambersand Day, and National Pediatric Hematology Oncology Nurses Day. Shut up. Three days of 9-11. Yes. Happy to all who observe. Uh, My name (laughs) is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I am having stomach pain, dookie flowing like champagne, shit all through this plane. <laughs> that is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi Main, referencing the man who shit a plane. Yeah. I feel like that's a good, be like a good David Bowie, Weird Al Yankovic song. The oh, man who yeah. shit a plane. I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray in the boot of Italy. Miles have focaccia, but let me get to the actual part of the or the <laughs> chorus here, where it goes, Miles in the boot again. Was in Italy, baby. Fettuccine, baby. Focaccia <laughs> bread brain. Uh, shout out to Talmeri. On the Discord for giving us wow. that loser back Italy, aka mashup. Well, that third voice that you hear mm-hmm. there coming from Poolside, coming to you from Poolside, oh yeah, is one of our favorite guests. One of oh, yeah. your favorite guests, Absolutely. a writer, an actor, one of the funniest stand-up comedians doing it. Fuck yes, she has one of the best comedy specials of the year called "Bitch Grow Up" that you can go watch on Max. 
You must go watch it on Max immediately. We it's, have to say it. You know, we have to say it. No, you don't have to do the promo. Let us do the promo for you. Yes. Please, please. It is the hilarious. Those are non-union gigs. Yeah. The talented. <laughs> Marcella Arguello! Marcella! <laughs> Thank you so much. It's me, Beyonce. Shit. Thank you so Ooh. much. I Happy am birthday. the mayor. Thank Happy you so belated much. birthday. Man. I am the mayor. Thank you so much. Uh, headlining the Hollywood Improv September 15th. LA, come check me out. Oh, shit. Go. Okay. It's my birthday. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Come ruin it. Come watch me. Yeah, why not? <laughs> come, <laughs> come ruin. Let me ruin your birthday. Ruin my show. You'd be like, oh, yeah. this really? motherfucker's like actually drunk here. Birthday girl yeah. in the audience. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's shit. my birthday. We got a drunk birthday. Party. It's my birthday. My, my favorite thing to do when people are, when at comedy shows when they interrupt my side going, it's my birthday. I'm like, bitch, this is an Applebee's. I don't give a fuck <laughs> that it's your birthday. <laughs> I always get the laugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care, girl. Oh, bitch, shut the fuck up. Another year and you haven't learned to calm down. <laughs> you're like oh you're shit let old me get this bitch oh i got a yeah. candle right here for you let me light it oh here it is smoke Just, on yeah, that yeah there it is middle <laughs> finger smoke exposed yeah, everyone boom. for all let those listening <laughs> yes thank you Th- thank you so much for having me yeah back. it's thank me you. beyonce i am the mayor <laughs> did you go to the beyonce show is I there... wish I did. My my foot injury stopped me from what happened to your foot? knowing I could commit to such so much walking and standing. If I had to guess what happened to your foot, it's that you broke it off in some Absolutely. some fool's ass. Yeah. That, Sideways. Is that true? <laughs> some fool's ass, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I said, yeah. I don't know why I said that. But um, he's the cool guidance very, counselor. My podiatrist <laughs> told me I have a very unique, unique uh foot injury oh. because I hurt it in two spots. He was like, I have never seen anything like this. Um, because what I did was I sprained it and then I ignored the signs that it was actually badly injured and I injured it in two other spots. Oh, no. So I have tendonitis, a torn ligament that is f- almost fully healed and then um, some shit happening on the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's a disaster and it's been now almost a year of it. So, uh, but shit. I'm getting, I'm healing, I'm getting better. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't go see Beyonce because I saw her once before and it was a lot of walking from the car to the stadium to your seats, to the bathroom, to get a drink, to yeah. buy merch. Like, it's a lot on top of, yeah. she did three hours and that's what I was informed of early on. And I was like, yeah, I can't handle that. So Too much. I did not. <laughs> I wish I could have, but I was also very happy because throughout all of her shows, especially in LA, I got a lot of messages from people that were like, every time she talked, I thought of you. Every time she opened her mouth, I was like, that's how Marce- Marcella does that. And it brought exactly. me so much, so much joy. It really warmed my spirit that I was with people at the Beyonce yeah, concert yeah. because it was it's such a beautiful like uh, album, you know. It's so loving, and yeah. that's what she's all about. And I love that I was there with everybody. So yeah, it was yeah. cool. So, yeah, Experiencing your energy was channeled even there. It's so fun. yes. Yeah. So that was cool. All right. Well, Marcella, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, a couple of things we're talking about. We're just going to do a quick check in on Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and we're going to hear from him. You know, everybody's talking about him. Right. What's he have to say mm. right. about what's going on with him? Because mm-hmm. that's got to be trustworthy, right? Yeah, yeah it's important to know what he thinks. Right, well, right. Because it's valid well, and rational. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about uh, the way that AI could be used in healthcare and then how it's actually probably going to be used and just be bad. Be bad. It's going to be bad. We'll talk <laughs> about uh, Rotten Tomatoes being full of shit. Like more more than we even thought, I guess, because yeah, it's easy to rig the system. Turns out they rig. Yeah, you can you can pay for reviews. You can just like hire some low level reviewers to boost your score up. 
So all of that, plenty more. But first, Marcella, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Oh, my God. My search history right now is filled with questions about Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm playing the new Zelda game. And mm-hmm. every time I, I I try to work on something, some side quest or some shrine, and I can't figure it out. I just Google it because I could give a fuck. Right. Not, you know, I don't care. And the last one was really funny because um, there's a character, there's a monster character um, who's obsessed with monsters. His name is Kilton. And he's asking you to take pictures of other monsters so he can create, um, he can get like statues of these monsters made onto his property. Mm. And as I'm doing them, you know, you get like good rewards. Yeah. And as I'm doing them, I'm like, wait a minute, are all these monsters going to come to life and I'm going to have to kill them? And you like, this it. is actually creating a problem and I probably shouldn't be doing this. So the, the last Google search was me trying to figure out if that's what happens because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to finish this quest if I am just going to create more problems for myself. And um, I'm happy to say that is not the case. So oh, I, shit. I, I've been, I, so I was already on the last one, but the last one was like a three-headed monster. And I was like, this is, if he has to come to life, I'm going to like lose so many materials. I like how you went, hold up. Now, do I really help this motherfucker out just so I could fight a fucking three-headed monster? Nah. I, yeah. Nah. I nah, like that you, so. you have those game instincts where you're like, wait a tick. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the nice architect of my asshole. own fucking downfall right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> so I, it was really funny because I was like, what is the last thing I go? And I was like, wow, I really do not. I'm like, have spent so much of this game trying to avoid a lot of fighting, which is hilarious because right. that's it. You're either fighting or, or fucking wandering. Right. And I've been really enjoying the wandering because I noticed that my anxiety goes up when I got to fight a gang of fools. <laughs> yeah, for real. Just so. like real life. You know? Just yeah. like real life. So yeah. I, um, I've um, i been trying to avoid as much fighting if it's not necessary. So there that's a little insight because I feel like, you know, that's a good game. But also there's hacks. Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the I, idea of a monster who's obsessed with monsters. He's like, like so horny for monsters. Yeah. Is he I mean, lonely? I guess that on one hand, that's like just a people person. Yeah, like person exactly. Who, but. With monsters, it's he's a monster, to... monster. Yeah, the mo- he's a monster's monster. Exactly. Really, you know, deep down, who's your uh, monster's yeah. favorite monster? That's yeah, right. You know I, mean? <laughs> I mean, everybody's monster got a favorite monster. Exactly. Who's your favorite monster? Who's my favorite yeah. monster? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, like in real life? Whatever. Like, I mean, like what? Oh. When I ask that question, what 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 comes up to the surface for you? I think Gordon Ramsay is my favorite monster. Oh yeah. shit. That's a, he's a monster, but like he's a good monster. Yeah, like, he really does want perfection off a sandwich, and you're just like, bro, what yeah. is your issue? But Yo. I get it because sandwiches can be so delicious if they're made right. Right. Mm. I'll second that. I I used to be a PA and like worked on Hell's Kitchen, and he changed the the craft services company and catering for the crew because he said the food wasn't good enough. And I and like that's wild when you have somebody Beautiful. like take up for the crew to be like. The fuck is this grilled cheese? Nah. Then the next day, a new fucking catering company was in, like making fucking like like ribeyes and shit. Hell so yeah! He's a that's monster what... on behalf of the people. He can yeah, be. Yes, that's that's yeah. why. That's yeah. why I like what he does. Yeah, absolutely. But also, he could be a monster of the crew. Also, he also he yeah. also made some motherfuckers feel tiny on that set. I'm not gonna yeah. fucking yeah. lie. But yeah, you know, I believe that. <laughs> but that's the thing is like. No monster is going to be perfect. No, no monster no. is flawless. It cuts both ways. It definitely cuts Absolutely. both ways. Yeah, so sure. that's why he's my favorite monster. Because he's still a monster at the end of the day. But when he mm-hmm. does some shit right, you're like, yeah, thank yeah, you for this thank ribeye. You. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Do you have a favorite monster, Jack? Uh, thank yeah. you for asking. Yeah, uh, Ellen sorry. DeGeneres. 
<laughs> just, it's the it's the toothpick thing, right? Hiding the, the creativity of the toothpick thing. What like she would hide toothpicks around just to see if like her cleaning. It's just like such dedication to minutia to mm, like mm-hmm. having te- the terror of working for her pervade every like square inch of her home. It, it was really like an, an amazing level of dedication. Yeah. So that's true. What uh, what about this done. new Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Jimmy expose. Fallon. Yeah. A new I need monster, to learn monster. more because he's like kind of. We're just finding out the details are a little bit sketchy. Sure, but like, yeah. he's definitely monstrous. Yeah, but it's yeah. just he seems a little inconsistent. Yes, absolutely. Seems like, like sometimes he's like they're like he's so fun, and then other times they're like it's a bad Jimmy day. Yeah, he's a drunk today. <laughs> right, well, so <laughs> he what? might be a little bit drunk today. Yeah, <laughs> I just like that they had the phrase "we're up against it." That's yeah, like that was the code. That was the code word. I I did not appreciate that part. There's there's a new article in Vulture about how the Fallon is like a bad place to work, like really bad and toxic, and he is really rough and they talk about how the inside the code phrases were really up against it today and that <laughs> meant like jimmy is being a asshole yeah mm-hmm. everybody steer clear but like that now they can't use that phrase anymore <laughs> they need to That's true. and he's probably like look, thinking back and being like this motherfucker always said they were <laughs> yeah. up against it. i thought that was like just a thing they said yeah, oh. that was, now when people was, have like a food craving, like let's go get cheese. It's like, is that the new code? Let's go get cheese. It's <laughs> yeah. oh, the paranoia is going to go. Shut the fuck up, man. We got cheese. It's man. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. My bad. My bad. All right. What is uh, Marcella? What is something that you think is overrated? You know, I couldn't think of something. Uh, maybe because I got a little high. But mm. yeah, I you got a little high this. I got time. a little high this yeah. time, ladies and gentlemen. Feel- introducing a little bit high, Marcella, <laughs> for the first time. She's <laughs> never <laughs> been a little bit high on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. never been a little bit high on anyone's closely. podcast. Okay, on I trust anyone's. you guys. Yeah, I saw so that. Nice. I thought there was not going to be a guest host. I was like, you know what? I can. Yeah. I can get a little high. I read the comments. People get mad that I'm so mean to Jack. And I know when I'm a little high, <laughs> I'm a little more flirtatious. So I like that Jack. You're like, it's fun. Like, you're also trying to yeah, not Jack that loves it. That's fine. Yeah. Like, it's all yeah. good. Also, I love how they're, I love Jack's like, be nice to Marcella when she's mean to me, guys. It's okay. It's yeah. kind um, of my thing. I yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of, and you know what's funny is a lot of guys don't understand it too. There's a comic who's like, a, has a little crush on me. And I'm just very mean to him. I'm very oh, mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I really give it to him more because I know he really enjoys it. And yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for him. I'm waiting for him to be like, Marcelo, why are you so mean? And, and I like, can't wait, wait to be like, stop asking me why I'm so mean and ask yourself why you like it, you Ow. bitch. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a moment when he, when I have that exchange. I'm wait, I know it's going to happen one day because it's just such a little. Got it loaded. Why are you so oh, man. mean to me? You're so mean. Why do you oh, like it, you, you like bitch? It? Yeah, oh, that's shit. the real question. What did your why mom do, do to like you, it? bro? That's yeah. what I want to know. What didn't she do? You little pain hog <laughs> so yeah i'm a little high so i'm a little i'm a little more fun and um, yeah, a little yeah. more rambly but it, okay. it'll be worth it guys so like i just ex- showed you but overrated underrated couldn't think of something but so i decided to google things like what do people find overrated yeah. um, because i was like <laughs> there you go this is because it's all it's all opinion yeah so the top three things in the first three articles the number one thing one bitch wrote bacon <laughs> overrated is overrated okay 
So I already know the bitch has no taste. Like I you also know, feel like, like you're about to out a bunch of our former guests because like what if you well what if you like named a bunch of like other people's oh, overrated and underrated and they were just like googling like I don't have opinions. <laughs> what are oh, that's overrated, probably true. underrated? That's probably, that's probably true. Damn, I yeah. didn't think about that. To- you're totally right. But bacon, come on. Yeah, it's a sinful good. meat. It's so yeah. good. Bacon, I think we've said this in the in the past. We're like, it's properly rated. I get like ten years ago, we were doing too much. It was yes. OD bacon. It's overrated by some people who are not worth paying attention to. Like, oh no, my who are god, like, bacon people. Yeah, but like, who gives a fuck about them? Like, yeah. let yeah, them have their weird be- little thing. Yeah, yeah, go to the like as they say, go it's like the fucking heart attack cafe or whatever the fuck it's called, where like everything sure. is bacon. Like, I get it, we get it, but like don't don't you gotta hate on it. Yeah, it's so tasty. It's mm-hmm. so, it good. so good. Yeah. What else was it's on so that? Top when you three? find yourself being like, uh like I don't even really like this thing that's fucking delicious and like makes my body like involuntarily do things like water just pour <laughs> out of my mouth when I do it. Oh my it. god, oh. that's not what I thought that was Go gonna on. end. Wow, it's that <laughs> But but when that's your take, like you're you're working too hard to have a take. Exactly. I also just, you know, it's good when religions are like, you cannot have it. I'm like, you know that <laughs> yeah, shit is good, man. Right. It's gotta no, be so out right. of here. So another, okay, another article. I'm not going to name these people because they're all weirdos. Uh-huh. But another person, their article, and her number one choice was clubbing. Clubbing? Club, like going out clubbing. And yeah. it was just like, you loser bitch. Like, <laughs> stop imposing your introverted lifestyle on people who enjoy being outside when's the last time you went to the club though marcella you go to the club a well lot. because of my foot injury oh right it has right. it been few and far between but i'm i will say uh like two weeks ago i think uh, it was like my birthday party weekend mm-hmm. so it was uh, what middle of august so yeah like a couple weeks ago yeah. i was out and i because of my foot injury couldn't really do much but yeah i took my boyfriend to this um place in Modesto called crocodile it's like this old ass like, it is a wedding reception without the family. It is so fun. Yo. There's, like, no drinks on the dance floor. They encourage people to dress up. There is a strict dress code. And not, wow. like, not on some, like, like, high like race dress shit. code. On yeah, some, yeah. like, don't come in here sloppy, bro. Like, guys have to have their shirts buttoned up if they wear a button up. Like, you cannot have a little, like, tank top showing underneath. Like, they're very much, like, nah, bro, we're here to dance and drink and have a good time and respect everybody. Whoa. And they're on it. Like, I saw them go up to some guy, some young dude, because he thought he could get away with whatever. Right. He was dressed up really cute, but he unbuttoned his shirt to, like, show off. And dudes came up and were like, you need to button your shirt back up, bro. Oh, shit. Uh, and I loved it, because I was like, yeah, I got dressed <laughs> up. You should be dressed up, too. That's couples, fun. like, 70-year-old couples come in there dressed, matching, and da- dance the night away. Like, I... What? love going out dancing and that's maybe that doesn't fall under clubbing but there are places to go out and have a good time and dance and enjoy yourself and i I hate when people are like clubbing is so lame like girl you just don't like to drink and be out and it's loud and you're probably neurodivergent you can't handle all the fucking sensory (laughs) overload shit that's you might be going to the wrong clubs like going to a club like this this shit sounds so fun we had another guest talk about like going to like there was like a chandelier room where they were like singing Elvis covers or some shit. Like yes. it's just like go find a weird club. To find like the go club, dancing. yes. Find yeah. the club that works for you, but don't shit on clubbing. Come on, yeah. this and, is wild. And I, Jersey Shore shit, I get. Like you don't want to be around that. I understand right, that, right, but right, like right. sure. 
you know, but, there's so many if, different things. What about bottle wars? Did y'all see that clip over the weekend of the bottle wars shit that was going on? What? No. Like, no. Like a Houston nightclub. It was like New York versus Baltimore. Bo- bottle. It's like this shit uh, people have been doing for a while. You just start you just start emptying bottles onto the floor for the flex. Oh, God. Be I like hate that. Dumping like $6,000 worth of liquor like onto the floor. That's annoying. Yeah. That's um, rude. <laughs> it's That's it's rude. the flex. You know what I mean? It, it manifests in different ways. But I'm at the Crocodile's website. I'm looking at, they have a whole dress code sub page. Like, so women, no sports attire, no t-shirts, no sweats, no baseball caps, beanies, no overly revealing clothing. I like that. They're like, we're modest. Then yeah. men, collar dress shirts required. No sports attire, no t-shirts, no longer short sleeve shirts, no Henleys, no shallow V-necks. Oh, Henley style and shallow V-necks? Okay. No hoodies. Okay. Shallow V-neck. Nice dress sweaters? Okay. But no I can't get away caps. with my shit that I try and pull off with my beanie. That's right. No, my that's right. Deep, deep, yeah. deep. No, no, you got that J Lo deep V. Like yeah. where I'm flirting with exposing navel. Yeah, one hundred percent. No sweats. No baggy loose clothing. No club colors. What are club colors? Are they trying uh, to say like gang club shit? colors? Like gang colors? Like oh, red, white. Okay. I mean red, black. I mean red, blue. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Whatever else. No sandals, flip flops. No fan. So no you can't flannels. wear red or blue, or you just can't yeah. wear all red or all. You're saying. It depends on the red or the blue. You can usually tell. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, if you don't have like a flag coming out your pocket with your like, cold <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, suit on, then yeah. maybe we have a problem. Wait, yeah. so but you're saying this isn't on some like racist shit because it's very much like they just want or they just want everybody to come in like it's like it's a nice place. Like it's a nice place. I'm telling you, that's not there. They're totally like, trust me, hood motherfuckers show up. Trust. But, right, right, right. But they're in their like player. But they're in their player. They're in their player fit. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm saying. It's like, okay. It like, is. It it seems like it uh, off top. Like you're. Sure. I get it. But when you're reading it, but I'm right. telling you, it's not that. They're like, no, no, no. You can be hood as fucking here, and you can like do be annoying and all that shit. But just be cute. Don't be a messy on the dance floor. You can't. Like they really are just like, no, we're just here. It's like family. Like yeah. it's like a family function. I love it. Wow, it's the really in- fun. interior does look like a time capsule. It is, dude. It's so fun. If you're ever in the Central Valley and you want to go out, especially on Saturday night, Friday nights are pretty empty, but Saturday nights are always popping. They're so, and it's the music is insane. Yeah, there wow. it is. The music is insane. <laughs> yes. Dude, My this boyfriend, looks like this looks like it's like a fucking scene in Carlito's Way or yes, something. Yes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. When you walk in there, you want to look cute. <laughs> right, right, right. They want you to match the vibe. It's like For Carlito's sure. Way mixed with. A uh, laser tag, like yeah, the way yeah, the lighting yeah, yeah. is on that shit. It's cute. So the music, yeah. like the other day, it was like it went from like suavemente to like uh, Eminem. <laughs> like the music is insane. It's silly. It's just you're there for a silly time, right? Right. You know? right. So and that's the other thing. That's why it's like even the music is like kind of corny, but like in that fun way where you're like, we never in high school. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, you're at a party. You're just like, you know, you're just going to be kissing tonight. That's it. Wow. Right. Shout out Crocodiles. I love Crocodiles. It's the funnest. All right. So finding a weird club is underrated. Yeah. Finding a like cool, Yeah, exactly. She, she was saying vibe. it was overrated, but it's like, nah, man, find the clubs that work for you. Yeah, right. And then the final article that I saw that um, the, I agree, I, I've only gave the first one for the other two articles. I got to give the two on this one because it's really funny how they go hand in hand. This guy's idea of what's overrated. The first one is formal education, which I agree. But then the second one is science. <laughs> oh, this guy's got yeah. some opinions uh, on the yeah, vaccine. Yeah. He's got some. Yeah. He's got some. He's done some research. Some of his own research on the vaccine. I don't think he's a fan of Fauci. 
Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, formal education. I agree. Not everybody should be required yeah. to fucking for any fucking job to have uh, a fucking AABA, any of that shit. There's plenty of jobs that don't need that shit. Yeah. Um, and then he said science. And I was like, bro, I'm tapping out. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yes. are not, we are not agreeing on the same on the same number one. He's like, yeah, well, I got my master's degree on YouTube. You know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> that's like, right. that's why I can go toe to toe with any person who went to a brick and mortar college. You're like, okay. sure. OK, OK. Actually got a Bachelor of Science from Prager University. Mm. From Prager, which that's University. not usually there. <laughs> yeah, special. It's all Christ based. It's all faith based science. Yeah, I got mine at Ragu University. <laughs> Ragu, <laughs> all sauce. Prago oh, Ragu Old World style degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and we'll check in with uh, Donald Trump. We like to do it once a week. Just make sure he's doing all right. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo. 
a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. And we're back. Mm-hmm. And we like just checking with Donald Trump every once in a while. See how he's doing. <laughs> Don't we a lot of people have a lot of shit to Trump. say mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's he have to say about what he's up to, Miles? Oh, just for just a quick check in for starters. The judge in his second E. Jean Carroll defamation case, he's already been like, yo, man, I'm, you're, you're liable. OK, so the only thing now left to do is for the jury to just get together in January and just figure out how much you owe E. Jean Carroll. This isn't about whether or not you are guilty or not. Like we've we've you're determined guilty. that. So this jury will get together just to figure out to put a price tag on the fuckery. Mind you that he already has to pay her five million dollars from the previous judgment. And Trump was trying to get the judge to put a cap on the damages and be like, well, I've already paid five. The judge was like, nah, <laughs> nah. Seems nah. like you're pretty rich. You keep yeah, saying yeah. that. Nah, yeah. It's kind of your whole thing, right? So, yeah, you got it. You got it like that, right? Good here, right? What's another 10 million, right? Right. That's, that's fine. Just sell a couple more mugs with your with your mugshot on it. Uh, but anyway. That's like, that cl- that's like that classic, like, uh, young rapper has way too much shit on his IG. And then he fucking gets, gets has to go to court for some shit. And they just pull up his IG like, bro, yeah. <laughs> look at all this money and drugs like, right. and guns and shit, bro. What are you doing? What, stop, what? stop putting your own shit on blast. <laughs> I have nothing, Your Honor, please. Yeah. They're like, you were just, you just bought a, a fucking $300,000 chain with your face made of diamonds. Right, right. Well, you just bought a new weave for sure. <laughs> that's my character. Has Donald Trump <laughs> tried the, that's a character I that's play. That's interesting. Ooh. That's a good you idea. elected president, so who is stupid now? You elected a WWE a character. character president, dumbass. I that, that is such a good actually idea. actually broke. That's, yeah, I, that's too I short carrying his wife's him. purse in the airport. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yes. They're like, that's a character, sir. Okay. Yeah. Although yeah. Trump, he probably looked good with a lace front, though. He probably, I'm surprised. I mean, he, he does look good with the lace front. That's what he's wearing, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he could go harder. But hey, he I get harder. it. He yeah. only trusts him to apply it. Sure. But so anyway, when it, the next thing that happened was his documents case, right? Trump seems to be at the end of his rope here in terms of like what his possible defense could be, because obviously this case isn't the most significant for him from like a legal standpoint, like not like the Rico case and shit, uh, you know, or the other shit happening uh, in D.C. But this like it's clear now he doesn't really have like a articulated defense because he keeps saying the same thing over and over. He was on Hugh Hewitt's show and he was talking about how, like, I'll take the stand. I'll take the stand. And. Also about how he's he's protected under the Presidential Records Act. Spoiler alert, he is not. But I just want (laughs) to listen to this now of him just going yammering on about how he's all good in this case because it doesn't matter. Did you direct anyone to move the boxes, Mr. President? Did you tell anyone to move the boxes? I don't talk about anything. You know why? I don't talk about anything. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I come under the Presidential Records Act. I'm not telling you, you know, every time I talk to you, oh, I have a breaking story. You don't have any story. I come under the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do everything I did. But if you So mm. who is uh, Hugh Hewitt? Hugh Hewitt is like Great one question. of these like goony right wing like radio dudes, like commentator guys. He's not he's not a he's he's but he's, he's like right wing. He's yeah, a part yeah, of the yeah. right wing that Trump thinks is against him. Yeah, but he'll also, you know, he'll also, you know, like vacillate between reasonable conservative and then just, you know, full throat 
bootlicking. So, God, you know, man, it's hard. He to... loves this shit so much, Trump. Like, yeah. he loves going on a show and being like, you don't got shit. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I also just love that he's like, yes, everything I did, I did it because I could do it, but I definitely did it. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. But then and if I have this uh, interpretation of the law incorrect, I'm totally fucked. But yeah, uh, yeah I did it. And right, there's yeah. nothing you can do because I'm uh, bulletproof, baby. It's really funny. He was like, "You have nothing, but I did it. You have nothing, I but I did it. I can do that. But I can do that. Is the thing. But I'm not. Shit. But I'm nothing. not telling you. That's how I'm he also said. Like, I don't even tell you. But here is my confession. <laughs> but I did that. These shit. are my confessions. confessions. Thank you. Where's Usher? Right? I'm not doing that because it would be good for your ratings. Well, then uh, is go, basically what he his. goes on again, and then Hugh Hugh, it's like, all right, hypothetical. You're on the stand. What you gonna say? <laughs> yeah. Oh here. my God, are you serious? I, I think that. Okay, if you do, and they ask you on on the stand, did you order anyone to move boxes? How will you answer? I'm not answering that question for you, but I'm totally covered under the law. Okay. If you read the Presidential Records Act, just read it. You take a look at it. I'm totally covered under the law. Spoiler alert, he is in fact not fucking covered <laughs> under the Presidential Records Act. Just read any, it, Miles. Just read it. Just read it. it. Yeah, says I he will. Can do whatever any, he wants. Any asshole with Google, including myself, can look up the Presidential Records Act, and it states that all White House records related to government business are public property, and that when the president and vice president leave office, those documents must be transferred to the National Archives for preservation. So there's not a single thing under there that is being like, just read it. I'm covered. It's like, you're not, but you're just trying to do that thing where you think if you say that shit over and over and over again, that I'm sure maybe some of the people listening to that interview might believe that. But sure. when it goes to when it's actually presented, they're going to be like, sir, this is it doesn't say anything about that shit here at all. And he's he's surrounded by lawyers who are on his payroll and mm. he's fired all the ones who tell him the stuff that he doesn't want to hear. Yeah. So. He's just strong and wrong, baby. Strong yeah. and wrong. I bet his lawyers yeah. like we're up against it today, folks. We're up against it. We're up against it. Did you hear <laughs> that it. fucking interview? I'm Give covered. It. I'm covered. It's like I don't. What is he even talking about? So he did it. It doesn't matter. About. He did it, and he's covered. Yeah, Chill out miles. And, and also the about? thing is, this guy he always he's always pump faking like he'll take the stand. He says that all the time. He's like, yeah. I'll take the stand. It doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. He never does. So. Again, it's this is just where he's at. He's only got a, a bunch of pump faking left, and I don't know where it's going to end up. But hey, you wish I'd take the stand. Be good for your ratings. What would you say? I'm not telling you, but I'm good <laughs> under the law. I could do whatever I want. That's essentially your answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. But okay. I, yes, there I did it. it. But I'm protected, right, Judge? I'm protected, yeah. right? I'm, pro I'm, I'm protected we from what? Here? That I could do anything. No, we, we good here? <laughs> we good here? He's going right. to do that. That's good. He's going to sit down and be like, Presidential okay. Records Act. We uh, we good here. We good here. Um, I'm covered. Got a tea time. In a you think that hours. if he took the stand, he would? Because he 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 either talks one in two ways. He confidently speaks with a lot of hand gestures, or he has both hands planted. Right. What do you think his strategy would be? I don't know if he's that. I don't know with his back against the wall. I feel like he might be energetic. But you think about remember that time like in the E. Jean Carroll depositions. When he's like, I don't know her. And then he mistook her for his wife in the oh photo. Oh, my God. It's yeah. like, you never want this dude. Even if he even if he is behaving, he's going to fucking self-own somehow up there. I so know. It's so wild. <laughs> 
Who's that? Like, that's my wife. Woman before there, I am with, with uh, my, my wife. beautiful wife. Look at my her. Isn't sexy, she beautiful, beautiful folks? wife? Sexy, She's so beautiful, beautiful, oh, beautiful would, sexy wife I that I would what, rail that? any chance I got. <laughs> who, who? That woman? I don't know her. She's ugly. That's Eugene Carroll, sir. They're like, oh, oh, okay. So I'm what? no further questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No further answers, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's his That's gonna be no further answers. No further answers, Your Honor. What is that? I object to what? No further answers. So, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's you got to name that the pod. No further answers. No further no answers, answers Your Honor. <laughs> the trials of Donald J. Trump. No further answers. That's pretty good. All right. In other news, mm-hmm. that's going to be my new transition. Ah. <laughs> there's been uh, there's been a lot of discussion lately about AI replacing writers, taxi drivers. There's also a lot of concern regarding whether or not AI should replace doctors. Mm-mm. And so there's been articles claiming that AI can help the healthcare industry. And that is absolutely true. Like there's been articles that claim that like AI chatbots can help healthcare, like doctors with their bedside manner. There's ways that it helps cut time with like finding data retrieval and like big diagnostic things. Those are all true, but it's always being framed as like replacing the doctors better than a doctor or nurse better than doctor just like they want it to be something that it's not they want it to be robot doctor who's like you know just that's the only person you deal with and it's like definitely does not work that well like for so for instance this one of the studies by the way the methodology is comparing chat gpt with like ChatGPT responses to questions that people posed in a Ask Docs subreddit <laughs> with like what the actual doctors in a subreddit said, and then being like, they actually like did better than the doctors and on Reddit. So I think they could replace them. Like that. Wow. That's some yeah. low hanging ass fruit right there to try and make your point. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I think that there are like ChatGPT is a good tool. Like it's a cool tool. It it's it's like they're trying to replace they're like when Google if Google was invented and they were like, "Well, you don't need lawyers anymore. You don't need doctors <laughs> right. anymore because all you need to do is Google this shit." Ask a question. It's like, "No, this is a good tool." For doctors, I want my doctor to Google what I have, but I don't want my doctor to be Google, (laughs) to be Google. Exactly. And I I want my doctor to have some of their energy saved up by using this language model to help them like write emails that are clear and concise and like convey the information that needs to be conveyed. I don't need them to use this language model to replace the doctor which is just going to be a worse thing. Like, it's, right. it's just going to create a thing, like a thing that's harder to tell that you're being fucked over because they are able to, like, string together sentences that make it sound like you're dealing with an actual healthcare professional, but it's actually, like, a medical chatbot. Like, there are... So they've already been testing this MedPalm 2 at the Mayo Clinic... And like the way they write about it is like in almost every metric, such as showing evidence of reasoning, consensus supported answers, the MedPalm 2 performed more or less as well as the actual doctors. It's like, what? 
it shouldn't be a fucking competition. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> insane to like th- think of it as a competition. It's not, it's not supposed to be replacing them. It should be improving the quality of care that people get, which is an actual problem that everybody like seems to acknowledge in the United States. It's like really hard to get good medical care, but it really feels like it's because of the private equityification of the U.S. Like the fact that the only thing that excites the people who make the decisions at a high level is cutting costs and like improving profit. And so their interpretation of AI is not like, here's a good tool that will improve the product because they don't give a fuck about the product. All they care about is finding ways to cut costs. And so that's why it's always being framed as, well, this can replace people. Right. It's like, no, it can make people better at their job, maybe, if you like give them a chance to learn how to use it. And if you like think about it in a way that's like patient and thoughtful, but instead, the only thing that they care about is cutting ha- how many jobs they can cut, which is it's crazy that like we are allowing that to be the way that this technology is being written about and like thought about at a broad level. Right. You know, a lot of it is looking as like, oh, AI is here to make everything like obsolete or it's like the the be all end all of certain industries. Like that's sort of the dominant narrative, which has everyone being like, so it's smarter than a doctor. So it's better than a doctor. So it's better than a writer. It's like rather than, well, no. And even like what they're talking about when they're like analyzing the performance of that one AI, it's like performed more or less as well as the actual doctors. Well, what's less? Yes. (laughs) Like how bad is less? Like that's kind of a big fucking deal if you completely misdiagnose shit. Because like with all AI, like, you know, you can already see how there's going to be like the kind of care can be all fucked up based on like racial biases mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yes. Because even when you look at right, even if it is going through like actual data, if you look at clinical trials for certain medications, if sometimes a certain ethnic group isn't responding as well as another, they will just preclude them from participating in the study to make the to make the results look better. Where it's like, yeah. well, this shit actually works better for white Alzheimer's patients and not sure. black or Latino Alzheimer's patients. So, like, let's have a couple of them in there, but mostly the white ones because those are showing us the best results. And we're all we already have a deficit in even how we even are testing certain things. So, um, and I bet with like a really good doctor, like that, and uh, somebody who's like really smart about how they use AI. AI could actually be used to like fight against the biases that do exist with doctors. Like doctors right. are not above that shit by right. any means. Like no, they're sure, sure. some of the most sexist, racist motherfuckers in, you know, out here because they're like sitting there getting told they're like incredibly smart and they have like a lot of authority. And so whenever there's a lot of authority, you see a lot of biases and shit like just go unchecked. So there there's a problem, there's an issue there. And I I don't think that like I think in a different world where we don't approach a technology and say, how many jobs could this cut? (laughs) Like as the first question, we would be approaching this and being like, oh, this is a great opportunity to fucking like improve medical care and like cut out all this bias, all these biases by like, you know, doing like approaching data differently or like using it, like approaching people, you know, 
just doing a better job of like parsing through massive amounts of data without racism goggles on, you know? But yeah, I, I, I always find it interesting when you actually stumble upon a really good doctor and like the thing that you notice from a good doctor to a not good doctor is that they actually like take their time and they want to yeah. know the the real personal root of like where the fuck this shit is coming from, you know? And right. you're not just filling out a form that says like, yes, that's my father had cancer and died. Like you're, right. you're you know, you're actually engaging with like, okay, like what, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And where is this? And where do you work? And what's your stress levels? And like, when you have a doctor that really cares, it's such a fucking huge difference. And if they did have those tools and they, they could like, you know, precision focus on whatever it is that's bothering you, it would be so nice in a, an ideal way. And I, it's also going back to what you were saying, Jack, about how like it's crazy that like when we get some technology, it's like, how do we cut jobs? Yeah. And and it's it's wild that right now the AI conversation is like that. But it's also not because when you think about the way people talk about immigrants and immigrants taking people's jobs, it's like there's so much disconnect of like what's really happening in, in all of these industries. And AI is just about to make that shit so much worse. And right. uh, that's, of course, why they're doing the double strike with, with this, with my industry. And it, it's really fascinating to be in it so deep. And in every, it seems to be like every industry is getting affected by this shit. It's really wild. Like, yeah. where, where is this going? I don't know. Yeah, because it starts off as being like, this will help people's efficiency. And then again, like when you start, if you have like a company that has to answer to Wall Street, then you you, you can see how that pressure can turn into it's like, well, why don't we just make them all a bunch of chatbots or at least a yeah, lot right. of them could be, you know, for a lot of this shit. And it, yeah, it is a slippery slope. And like to the point of like, I get to because some like medical systems are so overburdened. Like I feel like yeah. doctors own. They're like, I have to see like 900 fucking mm -hmm. people in a day because I'm already they're already cutting costs that they're there. I can't give the quality of care. Right. So shit is slipping through the cracks. And that happened tragically with my cousin. You know, like having something completely misdiagnosed, go completely under the fucking radar and then, oh, sorry, you have stage four cancer. Sure. You know what I mean? That, and, that's what happens. And you think about how frequent that kind of shit happens, like how frequently that kind of thing happens. And you're like, I, isn't there a way to help that for somebody who unfortunate, like, you know, I guess. I won't say that a doctor's negligent because I don't know what the fuck their work environment is like. Sure. But those are the instances where you feel like couldn't that help like ha like more or less if people have fall more through time. the yeah. yeah fall through the fucking cracks of being like no you're fine it's fibroids don't worry about it don't worry about it don't worry about it and then it's uh hey we totally fucked that up sorry yeah that's just I think those <laughs> sorry are the, bye bye yeah and those that's are, it that's yeah, that's what's fucked up yeah it's that that's where you're hoping that then is there a way to improve that? You know what I mean? But not just wholesale being like, and the shit is more popping than doctors. End of. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then you get into the deeper conversation of like uh, medical school being so fucking expensive and only certain types of people have access to it. I mean, that that's what's fucked is there's so many layers that's happening in this conversation that we're trying to have. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it, you feel fucking crazy because you're just like, I just want everyone I love to get good health care. Why is right. that so yes. hard? Right. Why do you have to like, yeah, why, there has to be like a shortage of doctors and they have to be like treated like shit, like professionally <laughs> hazed to like, like there's like stories when you like people are going through medical school. They're like these stories where it's like, yeah, so like I would be driving to work and like part of my routine 
was I would fall asleep at the red light and then people would wake me up by honking at me when the light turned green. And that's how I would like sleep during medical school. It's like, Jesus, Jesus. Well, why do you, why <laughs> no, no other profession? So crazy. Yeah. But I, we, there is this interesting case study of like, cause the, the whole AI thing and like everybody going crazy about AI right now is really like a media bubble. And like this technology has been around. It's just like once Chad GPT happened and a lot of people were like, whoa, it feels like I'm talking to person right. when I talk to this thing and they give me answers. Yes, the answers aren't correct, but uh, they, they get a lot of shit wrong. But it's interesting that it can type answers. So I'm impressed. But like there's been AI for a while and there was this company called Babylon Health, a startup in 2018 that they had an AI chatbot that was reportedly able to diagnose medical conditions as accurately as a doctor. And the claim that claim was based on a study that, as noted in a follow up paper by researchers, did not offer convincing evidence that Babylon can perform better than doctors in any realistic situation. And th and there is a possibility that it might perform significantly worse. Oh, boy. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like the over promising of the technology like just immediately, like starts immediately because the second you have something like this, it gets put in a room with people who are like, how do we at the highest level as people who aren't involved in this at all, <laughs> we're not doctors. How do we make the most money off of that? And the way right. to make the most money off of that is to just give unrealistic prognostications of like what the thing's going to be able to do and like not work with it at all. And I, I feel like that's what AI is to a large degree. It's like a word for tech advances that we already have or that have been happening for a while. But the media bubble is like an opportunity for, for these like financial powers to like dig in and try to make money by like claiming that they can cut jobs. But anyways, this Babylon company the NHS, the British like healthcare system, signed a big contract with them to like take over, signed three projects with the UK's NHS hospital trusts, and they ended up canceling almost all of them like eight years before they were supposed to. And yeah. Also, was... I like I I I wonder if the person who named it was Ross was like a Rastafarian was looking at it like a Babylon type thing, you know, like real, like the oppressive systems that we live under according to the Rastafarian version of Babylon. Like yeah. this is bullshit. This That's is hyper-capitalist oppressive bullshit. <laughs> they, they invented it and we're like, uh-oh, oh, oh this is bad. Call it Babylon. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. I have, I have two thoughts. First one is, I think it's also amusing because at some point in the future, like, yeah, they'd get these AI, whatever chat bot to come fucking take over the doctor's job. But then there's going to be the next level of exploitation after that, where now like your privacy is at risk. Like literal pictures of your body are now in like hidden within these AI chat GPT. You know, men are going to fucking hack that shit. Now they got pictures right. of my pussy because my gynecologist had to like, do some, you know, shit with, you know, <laughs> taking pictures and check if I got fibroids, you know, no, whatever. It's like, you know, that's the next level once they introduce this. Shit. I mean, that's what's happening with fucking cars. Did you see that article about cars? Oh, yeah. Like, that, where they're, they're, they're all spying. They're, they say like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're keeping tabs on, on your you. sex life, on everything like that you get that smart shit in anything and it, you're going to get to that point where it's like it just gets nasty. It was okay, wild. Was, 
Yeah, how like that article ended with like, there ain't a damn company that isn't fucking with your data. They said except for two. And they were like based in Europe because they have to actually abide by their privacy laws. Everybody else, they're hoovering up all your fucking data. They're watching you fuck. They're watching you you fuck. That's the slogan. (laughs) You thought when the car was off, it's... Headlights nah, weren't watching you? Nasty. Wait, what? Nasty. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. And then the second thought I had uh, <laughs> was, it's interesting how, if, I mean, I think naturally all technology, there's a dark side to it, right? Any any invention is going to have a dark side to it. You know, you invent the, whatever, the car, and it's made to transport, but you can kill somebody with your right. car. So it made me think about how, like, I wonder if when pins were invented, like, if, like who was the first person to get to die getting stabbed by a pin? Oh, and yeah. we were like, this is out of control. This is why we right. can't have pins in our household or pencils or whatever the right. fuck. There's literally, it's just always, this is human nature, it seems, or it's like you invent something and it's going to be used for evil because that's the way humans work. I mean, we already have this one example that's pretty creepy. Like, so, like, the, there's this thing called Deep Scribe, which is, it's like your doctor will use it to record your conversation with your doctor and it captures great, great. the encounters in real time and mm. automatically extracts medical information throughout the conversation, mm. Mm, which mm. So that sounds like a good, good idea, good use of the technology, except the software was only able to catch 80% of what was recorded. Okay. Their AI would have, quote, hallucinations and provide, <laughs> quote, false information about mm-hmm. patients, including errors in listing medications, mm, mm. which seems pretty bad. So to fix this issue, the company hired a team of 200 random people who would fix the notes by listening into these supposedly private recordings of medical appointments. Mm, mm, so problem mm, solved. Mm, mm, <laughs> Just got <laughs> random, pe- you know, a random job stenographer. creation. All I'm hearing, Jack, is job, cr- job, job offers, job creation, creation money. I mean, Come on, yeah. bro. You're that's, hating. That's true. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those 200 humans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so crazy i hate it yeah and then they're also using it to screw you over on insurance claims of course so oh we yeah. didn't even get to the good part yeah where they're like yeah yeah this will just go through insurance claims to help a doctor deny all of them yeah yeah, yeah. It makes it right. easier to deny the insurance company cigna is being sued for using an ai algorithm instead of doctors to review customer claims allowing their doctors to deny claims without ever opening patient files that's great. That's great. Yeah. I like how, yeah, this like one example is this woman who had like was getting an ultrasound because they thought she may have ovarian cancer and they yeah. found a cyst and then Cigna just over, denied, yeah. denied her claim for the yeah. ultrasound and a follow up procedure. Claiming neither were medically necessary and leaving her on the hook for $723. Which is wild because they could have just done that without the AI. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, sure. I guess it's more efficient or just as fucked up. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we take one more break and come yeah. back and talk about the real scandal that rotten tomatoes might not be as trustworthy ah. as we all thought? Oh, no. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. And we're back. Or do you want to bring us back, Marcella? And we're back. Hey. Yes. There we go with gusto. One of the best in the business. Beep, beep, beep. All right. So Rotten Tomatoes. I, I've been I've been a Rotten Tomato skeptic for a while. I, you are I, that kind of white guy. I am like, I that kind of white this. guy. He got it tatted. This. I had some I have some thoughts about Rotten Tomatoes. I bet you do. <laughs> Pull up a I seat, Marcella. <laughs> I just closed my laptop. That's in yeah, that would be in your online dating profile. It's like here's some things about me. Rotten Tomatoes skeptic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Follower cool, of man. Christ. <laughs> I I prefer Metacritic personally. Oh my god. Because Jack, they have a little do. bit more they're a little bit more specific with the inputs that they put in. So like a five-star review, it's not just fresh. It is, you know, input as a 10 out of 10. Okay. Wait, but wait, back it up a second. Who is submitting to Rotten Tomatoes for those that don't know, like me, for example? Movie critics. Okay. But what, who defines that? Who defines the movie critics? That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. And a great question. And it is the crux of the issue. Right. Because... 
Rotten Tomatoes determines it, and the owners of Rotten Tomatoes have some say into who gets allowed in there, and you'll never believe this. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is owned by a movie studio. Oh. They're owned by Universal Pictures and Warner Brothers. Or, sorry, they're owned by Warner Brothers and Fandango, mm. which shares a parent company with Universal Pictures. So, yeah, they. so it was just revealed that a PR company called Bunker 15, which is just like, ugh. What a name. You know that's what? a shit job. Like, if someone's yeah. like, where do you work, Bunker 15? They're like, oh, I don't know what that oh, is, but damn. I'm sorry. Who's your boss, Pepe the Frog? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, really? <laughs> Bunker 15. It's the Wojak meme, yeah. Bunker 15 juiced the Rotten Tomato scores of the movie Ophelia. Because when the reviews came out, it was so. This is a feminist retelling of Hamlet, starring mm. Ophelia. Oh, okay. Barf. And <laughs> the reviews came out, and it w- it was coming in at a forty six percent, which Jeez. classifies it as rotten. And then Bunker Fifteen offered critics in quotes fifty dollars or more to post positive reviews, which bumped the rating up to fresh. And the next wow. month, the f- movie was acquired for distribution. So, damn for fifty bucks. Starting for fifty bucks. It's so low. Like that's what it's so fucking cheap. Like what, y'all? If you're sucks, if, if you're gonna like if you're gonna sell out your little Rotten Tomatoes cred, go get some more fucking coin than that. Yeah, it just shows you how much people are fucking whack as fuck and sellouts and have no morals or ethics. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're also I like, mean, here's the thing you don't know. I do about forty of these a day. So, <laughs> right. When I yeah, get 50, exactly. I'm making two grand a day. Actually, I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is how they think, though. I bet. I'm sure. So Bunker 15 denied the allegations, but also admitted they have a, quote, small handful of writers that are set up that are set up a specific system where filmmakers can sponsor or pay to have them mm. review a film. Which doesn't sound <laughs> like a denial of the allegations. I like how they go, hey, man, are you paying critics to to like you know pad the reviews of of films that are your clients of your pr company we absolutely deny that no Um, well we do have have some critics who (laughs) we can be paid they got the same pr company as trump huh i know i did it but i protected so (laughs) yeah right they're saying we're covered on the presidential records act so uh next question (laughs) my honor and since the vulture piece went up alleging all of this the Ophelia page has disappeared from Rotten Tomatoes. And wait, so, and they use this to secure distribution? Yeah. So that's that's, that's wild. wild there. That's there's gonna that like that feels like a lawsuit from whoever bought the distribution rights for that yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really oh wait, because no, it's I don't back. think that thing made much money. Oh shit. Whenever you, so if you Google it. It'll give you a, like a result on Google. Then you go and guess what, homie? It's 404, baby. Mm. Not here. That The droids you are looking for are not here. These are not the droids you're looking for. That movie ended up making $242,000, which I think is probably more than anybody paid to. Uh, <laughs> uh, for it the made 242000 so Damn. It's, uh, it's not good. But yeah. I'm, yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes just o- has always seemed completely suspect and like arbitrary you'd go you'd see like a movie that like doesn't have good reviews and you go on rotten tomato and it would be like 76 percent like mm. fresh it's like right. what, what what's anybody we're just we're just taking their word for it That's... and they've also like there was they 
delayed the posting of the reviews of Justice League when that came out in 2017. Like it got real bad reviews, mm. but they like wouldn't post the reviews for a while because they wanted we, people to buy tickets. That was they like didn't one want of anybody the, to find out the movie was bad. Yeah, and one of our earliest episodes movie. was I remember us talking about that, and we we're like, yeah. "What? They can do that?" And then we're like, "Oh, Warner Brothers owns it. Okay, I guess they Warner can Brothers do that." Owns shit. Rotten Tomatoes. It's so. so wild that like this country is so like freedom of speech, freedom of speech, and at any chance anyone gets like, but how much does it cost to get yeah. you to change that speech? Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. How, how can I buy cost you? of speech? Yeah, cost yeah. of speech. Like God, that's so wild. I mean, we got discounted speech over here. If you're looking for it, shit. It's also like I know that when I use like Yelp because I don't I don't use Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a shit about movies. But um, when I use Yelp, I'm definitely always like, I can't trust you. Like no. I, I hate I hate when like you read something and you're like, this has nothing to do with the food. Right. Well, you know. It's, right. Because there's there's Yelp reviews where you go, oh, you fucked up on your anniversary dinner, bro. Exactly. And you're taking it out on this restaurant that they didn't have X, Y, and Z because it's like, I made I made a reservation that day. And then when we got there, right. it's like, hold on, no, 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 oh, no, My no, favorite, no. of course, is the, I eat here a million times, but today. And it's like, right. why didn't you review the other million times um, <laughs> when he killed it? That's the re- actual review I want. But anyways, um, so I, I'm curious when you guys use Rotten Tomatoes, like, is there ever like you feel like this person is insincere or this is suspect like can you well, up- can you read that the way that you can kind of see it in yelp the other thing that's really weird I don't is that this. i don't know it's totally subjective whether a thing whether a review is rotten or fresh you know what do like you mean? We're, like if they give it like two stars sometimes they'll put that as rotten or as fresh like it totally oh depa- that's weird like it's yeah it's really there's a re- there's a lot of like Shading. Inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Inconsistency. Okay. Thank you. Which is why, if you'll if you'll check your inbox, I've just sent you a fifteen page slideshow. <laughs> Metacritic is the superior website. <laughs> Metacritic, the superior website. All right, Marcella, such a pleasure having you. As Thank always. you. I wasn't yeah. mean. You were so nah. wonderful. It was I so was great so boring. Slightly high. Kind of, much. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed out. Yeah, there you boring. go. Bring it back. Where's that? Dial the smoke up real quick. <laughs> I'll come back and I got to promote. I guess I'll take us to the show. So I was like, let me be nice, even though I don't like being nice. Nah, I mean, <laughs> you boring. are. I don't think I think it's a misnomer to even to categorize you being mean or you nice. Know you know, Miles, I mean? we agree on that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know we agree. I, I want to you... work on a bit about character versus demeanor. Yeah, um, because people confuse your demeanor with your character. This is not how it should be. But yeah, you know, people are like, ready for all that shit. People yeah, are they're so not. Like, oh my god, she said please. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she, she, told, she stole your husband when she said, please, bitch. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, shit. Anyways, that was yeah. my final rant. Thank you so much. You can find me at Marcella Comedy. And now, reminder, I will be headlining the Hollywood Improv September 15th. I'm coming to Chandler, Arizona on September 22nd. I'll be in Portland headlining High Note Comedy on the 28th. I'll also be opening for Michelle Buteau. So if you got tickets, I think there's still one more Ooh. show with her. I'm excited about that. I'm also coming to the Santa Cruz Festival um in october and i'm doing vegas in november but i think i'll be back uh to to kick it with yeah. that yeah you guys that. Yeah. thank you amazing do you like doing vegas you like doing vegas shows? my first time doing vegas oh wow it's a middle of the week show so i'm excited about that because i really feel like uh the cr- the weekend crowd is fucking too insane yeah bonkers you're gonna so have I'm people excited. who've already like lost their mortgage oh my god i mean you're gonna the... have it any day of the week but yeah, on the weekend true. there are like people coming to have a weekend to really lose big 
exactly. Yeah. Somebody who like already legally died at a hospital and then came back drunk for like your <laughs> Yeah. During the week you got all the people that have like their little vouchers and their discounted rooms. Yeah. And, you the know, pros. The pros. That's obvious. Yeah, yeah. I am excited about that. But um I'm I, I don't know how that's gonna be. I've never done Vegas. I'm excited. Piece of media I'm enjoying is my friend Corey Lekasek has this, uh, you guys would appreciate this. Um, oh, fuck, I, I had it written down in the room and I had to come down here. But I think it's like Molly Bro on Instagram. And he's uh -huh. going viral right now because he was at Burning Man. And so he just is like doing like a, hey guys, you need a if you want to sponsor us, we're here stranded. Just one dollar will get us, uh, if a million of you uh, donate, one dollar can get us hella Molly. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like the funniest, <laughs> stupidest shit. He's part of a crew called the Dress Up Gang, which Frankie Quinones is also in, which you guys know oh, yeah, yeah. from Cholo Fit. Yeah. But oh, yeah. um, it, they, they, it's just such a funny character. His name is Molly Bro on Instagram. Or, or Oh, fuck. I wish I think I have it wrong. Let me see if I can't pull it up. Official Molly Bro is his Instagram handle. <laughs> That's amazing. And he has really silly uh, Molly content. And it's actually very funny. I don't do Molly, but I... You know, I can appreciate a good character. Yeah, why not? Of there course. And Miles, uh, where can people find you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Yeah, find me uh, Twitter, Instagram, all them at based life forums at Miles of Gray. Uh, you know where to find us with our basketball takes. That's Miles and Jack got mad boosties. If you like 90 Day Fiance, check Sophie Alexander and I out on 420 Day Fiance and uh, True the True Crime Show. Check it out. The Good Thief. Please check it check. out. Yeah. And let's see, a tweet I like uh, from Brittany Nichols, at B is hilarious, uh, tweeted, strike needs to end. You know how many birds I can name now? It's too much. <laughs> uh, and I feel like if that's the metric you're using, like, oh, no, I've become uh -oh. a bird-watching fool, and now I can, I'm can. i having arguments over what kind of hawks there are. I get it. Mm -hmm. Maybe outside yeah. a little too long. Wait, I, have a, I always saw her at was bish hilarious. Wow, I've been reading it wrong this whole time. I mean, hilarious. I think I feel like it could be both because I used to read it like that, too. And then I was like, well, it's B is. But it's also look, it's it's up to the reader. It's she's a great she's a great writer. I think we yeah, can all yeah. agree on that. Oh, we can all agree yeah, on that. Yeah. We Jack, where can people find you? What's a piece of oh my God, you're so enjoying yeah. asking? You can find me at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, tweet I'm enjoying is from Brian Jordan Alvarez, who tweeted Courtyard Marriott Marion Cotillard. Really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> and it did so all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Also, can, can find... I just, sorry, you guys should be saying an X that I like, not a tweet that I like. Fuck that. No, Absolutely no, we're not fuck that. that. We're not. No, no, just gave I me the dirtiest not. look. Like, I will not. No. I did the Russell X, Westbrook. Formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. No. Every Bro, publication no. in America. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Jack underscore Brian oh. on Twitter. Hey, Twitter. What you can X. find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. Read the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a X. Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes on our footnotes. 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 Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh, Miles, what is a song that you think people might enjoy? I think we're going to go out on a. A little bit of uh, some UK rap here. Some drill from Quangface. K-W-E-N-G-F-A-C-E. -E. This is the remix to the track Freedom. It's called Freedom 2. 
uh, with Joy or- Orbison and Overmano, I think, are the, the beat makers that, that flipped the beat. But anyway, wow. Freedom with the number two by Quang Face. Get into it. Do it. All right. Well, we'll link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Yeah. That is going to do it for us this morning. Uh, we are back on Monday with a episode where Miles and I are going to tell you what was trending over the weekend. We'll tell you yeah. stuff we think is overrated, underrated. Mm-hmm. Monday, like early afternoon-ish, and then Tuesday with a special episode. And we'll talk to you all then. Have a great... Oh, and there there will be a highlight reel of the best of this week. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. Over the weekend. Oh, yeah. The weekly wow. zeitgeist. So much shit for you guys to pay attention to. Did you guys do like a VH1 countdown style? <laughs> of, our, of our greatest hits of the yeah. week. Number five this week. <laughs> Number what is it, five. Yeah. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Classic. <laughs> That's right. We by should. Pepsi One. That's, we're leaving money on the table by not are. doing that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, All right. we'll talk to y'all on Monday. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.